So hi, um, I'm I, I'm a recovering compulsive eater bulimic. Um, I really want to start off my share with just taking a minute real quick or two um, to just really ground myself and kind of just ground the room a little bit. Um, just really thanking God for this moment, you know, and just to be able to sit with ourselves and really feel our presence in the room and set the intentions. So um, I really want to set the intentions, you know, and I got asked to be a lead this morning, but I really felt like it was God's voice to me to tell me that I probably needed to be here more than you guys needed me to speak. So um, let's just set the intentions today for God to really lead, my higher power to really lead me to say what needs to come out and um, just to set the intentions to be a better human being, to be of service to others and to just continue to show the light of grace, you know, for the program and the gifts of this program and what it's done for other people and myself. So, all right, so hi again, I'm Mai. I'm a recovering compulsive bulimic. And, um, you know, when I first walked into these rooms, maybe six years ago, I was a complete, I would say a complete blethering mess, you know? And I sat in the rooms, back in the pews right there and crying. And it was my, the person that led at the time, she ended up being my first sponsor. And, uh, as for being my first sponsor, um, God's so funny because he always, you know, and I say God, meaning it could be whatever you relate to, higher power, light, source, universe, whatever it is that you connect with. But I so happen to label mine as God, you know, and so, and it's a him. So, but um, he's always good. He always places people in my path for a certain reason for that moment whether it be a minute, whether it be a lifetime, whichever the case is. But um, he placed my first sponsor, as she spoke, you know, that day. Um, and she, he placed her as my sponsor because at that time, she was just basically the motherly figure that I never had, you know, and she was able to love on me. And um, the way that she sponsored me in the beginning really showed me the beginning of the program. And one of the models that I always say I, I, that I relate to a lot and I repeat a lot is that we'll love, you know, you before you can love yourself. We'll love you until you can love yourself. And that's basically what she did. And through that love, which is I ultimately now feel that it was God's love um, that sent me, you know, that gave me the that gave me the light to continue um to follow program because I finally felt like I belonged somewhere that I was speaking the secret language and all this other stuff, you know, um, and hiding, using basically food to hide behind life, you know, because I had, you know, I was going through, I'm not going through, but there are certain trials in life that just gets really hard where now I realize that I use food and other mechanisms to escape those that, the things. Um, we'll say, for example, when I came into the rooms, I thought that I would be the happiest ever, ever. I had just gotten married to, you know, my quote unquote best friend, the man of my dreams at that time. And um, we got married in Hawaii, like a dream wedding. You know, I just had my second child, like everything that I wanted, like I, 
checked all the lists, like all the boxes off the list, but yet I still wasn't happy. And I remember crying right after the wedding, not too shortly after that, crying um, on my kitchen floor and just hoping that I would die. And obviously I didn't die because <laughs> I'm here with you guys now. But one of the things that um, I remember asking God was just like, because I had been battling this eating disorder, I'm bulimic. And so I've been battling this eating disorder for a couple of decades. And one of the things is that God gave me was my kids that he saved my, they saved my life. And so, because I didn't want, I had this mother mama bear instilled in me that I didn't want to pass down this pain and suffering to my kids. And I asked, you know, whatever it was at the time, because I didn't have a relationship with my higher power at that time. And I just did not want to pass this pain and suffering to my kids. So I, I Googled like how to um, cure eating disorders. And um, surely enough, one of the articles was like 12 things to stop. And it was like, whichever, but it was like different things. And number 12 was go to an OA meeting. <laughs> so here I am. I went to my first OA meeting back in March 12th of 2016. And um, I haven't left ever since. Although I do have to admit there was bouts within my program that I did want to leave. And I think that's normal. I have a timer. Great. Thank you. And so, um, you know, I guess just to dabble a little bit is um, I know that a lot of us, we have a series of trauma and the things that we battle through, whether it's our childhood, whether it's our present life, whether whatever it is, you know, and I used to think that my story was so unique that I was sexually assaulted. I was in the third grade. I was raped in the eighth grade, you know, and I was in a series of abusive relationships growing up. You know, I was constantly neglected and abandoned by my parents, like, you know, just never fit in anywhere. And the only place that I had to go to was the food. And I thought that my story was so unique with this pain and suffering as a child that no one could understand me but once I came into the rooms my story wasn't so unique and I finally came to a place where I belonged somewhere and that where people understood me and that my problems with food and the obsession with the food and the way I use the food to cope with life wasn't so unique it wasn't so different I wasn't the oddball out you know, and as I came religiously to the meetings, and I say religiously, like meaning consistently, you know, um, to the meetings that I start to realize, like, a lot of people did the same thing I did. And, you know, I hate to say this, but this gave me such the huge relief and that everybody else was suffering like me, you know? And it's like, I smile because like, we always think in our heads, like it's all about ourselves, you know? But now finally I found a place where it was like, I was amongst my brothers and sisters that knew that language too. And it was like, I finally felt like I can share my deepest, darkest secrets with people and I wouldn't be judged for that, you know? So um, I guess moving forward, just to say that with, the gifts, you know, with the tools of program and the gifts of, you know, my sponsors, I worked with another sponsor for about four years and she was able to take me to where she couldn't take me anymore. And that was really hard when I broke up, when I had to break up with that sponsor. But it realized, like, it made me realize that my journey was a journey alone and it's a walk in solitude. And then, you know, and she was, and it's crazy because 
I was never ever able to break up with people <laughs> like harmoniously like you know I was it was just always some like dramatic falling out or something happened or even quit a job but it was just like the program gave me a way to just be able to do the right thing for myself but still be in other people's lives and still consist in other people's lives and it was just like the greatest gift that I was able to be like this isn't working anymore which really released me to my next sponsor and the sponsor that I've been working with for the last year and um and that journey alone has been the most life-changing and it's not just and I hear another timer no 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 that's <laughs> okay sorry it's not okay silence your cell phones <laughs> so but um going back god is really good my higher power is really good to me because he always gives me exactly what i need and um you know even to sponsees and the journey i am because i was a stay-at-home mom just kind of and i actually worked in the insurance industry for quite some time checking all these different boxes like making X amount of money, buying a house, all these different things. And I was never happy. But if you take a look at my life now, <laughs> it's so different because I'm a practicing yoga teacher. Um, I have tattoos all over my fingers and my arms. And it's like, you know, I have all these messages from God all over me. Um, you know, and I walk in this very slow, like before I was always rushing, rushing to get everywhere. Like, you know, we're, we're late, we're late. And I still do that to my kids, but it's like, now it's kind of like this slow and I really get to like understand myself and get to know myself because ultimately like, that's what led me to eat. I was always bypassing like what I needed, what God was trying to tell me, what my path was and, you know, and trying to manipulate the world. You know, when we, for me, I was eating a lot because I truly hated myself. I didn't like the way I looked in the mirror. I didn't like the way I felt in my body. I didn't like anything about myself. And so therefore, a lot of the love that I was seeking because I didn't have that relationship with my higher power was outside people. And I needed people to love, like I needed to feel validated by other people. So I was, and, and when I say, when I, when I label myself as a recovering compulsive eater, I'm just an addict you know, that's working the program. But when I'm an addict, I'm not just an addict of food. I'm an addict of everything that took me outside of my reality, you know? And, you know, I also laid myself as a bulimic shopper. I would shop in these bold, like bulk, and I would turn everything because I couldn't afford anything, you know? I mean, and when it came to people, I would party and drink and all sorts of stuff. And it was never enough just to have that good time for that moment. And then, hey, uh, thank you. And so, um, the reason why I bring that up is that I was a, a, a people pleaser too, because I needed people to validate me, to show me my worth and everything. But today that's very different. Um, you know, the only thing now is that like when I feel like when I question myself, I really turn that over to God and to my higher power to lead me. And today I have a lot of fear, you know, leading people. Um, I have a sponsee. And even taking on people had asked me to be a sponsor, like even taking that, like I had talked to my sponsor. I was like, I have someone's asking me. And he's like, you just be of service. And that like really scared me because I was really scared to mess up someone's life. 
you know, but the thing is that we're not God. We're only here to be of service to other people in whatever direction that is, you know, just like showing up to speak or whatever it is, you know, and to, to put away the chairs, to clean up, to be on the board, to take a phone call, to be outreach, to be here, to listen to the meeting. That's all of service. And now that um, I kind of been able to minimize the voice that I think what other people is and to really listen to these voices that guide us and lead us and connect us every day. It has been really, truly um, such a peaceful way to live. And I could never, I would never want to change it. However, I am a human being <laughs> and I fall short a lot on my character defects. And um, one of the things that I realized lately that I haven't been coming to the meetings, I've been kind of doing this walk of solitude and really minimizing, like trying to minimize outside voices to really connect with my higher power and really guide myself and only connect with minimal people like my sponsor or, you know, my sponsee or certain people that I trust and just really into that so that I could connect more with where I'm supposed to be at in life. Um, but the meetings are so important because I see all these beautiful faces now and they're just amazing how you guys all show up because if it wasn't for every single one of these faces here, I wouldn't have the recovery have, you know, and other people wouldn't have the recovery, you know, and that to me is like, I remember going, like one of the things I pitch a lot is going to the OA birthday party. And it's such a phenomenal experience, like to go to something like the OA birthday party and in person was like, we have all these people from around the world, around the country coming in and we all gather together and all of us like holding hands, saying the serenity prayer. This is pre-COVID obviously, but it's like holding hands and saying the serenity prayer together. It was like such a powerful experience because no matter where I went, I belong somewhere. And during COVID, I used to travel actually before like I just traveled a lot and I remember like going to meetings like in Denver in Arizona in Seattle in Florida like I would go everywhere around the world Texas and I would go to an OA meeting and I always belonged I didn't even know these people I didn't know their names I didn't but I was a part of something that saved me and I remember like having so much anxiety going through the different things and it would be so phenomenal that these meetings would just save me. So I really thank you, Shelby, <laughs> for asking me to be lead. And just because it just reminds me, like, this is really an important part of our program, you know. And um, but going forward again, my program now, I am, and this is just to be transparent, you know, because our abstinence, everybody's abstinence is very different, you know. And some do three meals, two snacks, or whatever it is. Some just do three meals. But right now, I'm on a um, juice cleanse, and I've done that for, I'm on day 56. But the reason why I did that was a spiritual gathering, you know? So, but I spoke with that with my sponsor. We did all this, and that's where I came to now. And that was just for me, myself, where I went. But everybody's journey is completely different, you know? And so, um, that itself really led me to the connection with the food, like where I was emotionally, because when I felt the food urges come on, that's when I was going through some emotional turmoil. I was going through some traumas that I need. And um, a lot of things that we, I, I talk about is my team, my, and the team, my, that I built, you know, that really helped me with this program is like my sponsor, my, my fellowship, you know, my, my, my therapist, you know, which I do a lot of EMDR work 
and, you know, just my sponsor, like there's just this team. I, I have mentors outside of here, like three different mentors too. And those people are the people that I trust most to be able to reveal the most vulnerable, deepest, darkest secrets to myself. And that got me to where I am because, you know, left to my own devices, I was always beating myself up through different things, you know? And so, but that's, I, that's one of the things that I really highly recommend. And also part of the team I was, I work with a dietitian for my food also. And she really helped me to learn how to eat again because I, my body, like I beat it up so much through food, through starving myself, through bulimia, through overeating, like I didn't know how to eat. Thank you. And so um, that was just really important for me to say. So, but just going back again, I'm just really grateful to be here. And just to grateful to share my story and just to see where I am, you know, to really remind myself like the principles of our program and why it works because all of you guys just being here to listen to my share really reminds me um, of where I came, you know, because all that trauma that I used to live and focus on and that kept me isolated to where now I can talk about it. It was like, yeah, I went through this and this and this. And now it's like, there's no tears in my face. But I live now in the solution, which is the steps, which is program, which is going to the meetings, which is these outreach, which is being of service, you know, and it's led to this like such a beautiful life that I cannot even begin to really express to you other than being here and being really a, the testimony of our program, you know, so, but um, I am really, again, so incredibly grateful to be of service today and to be able to share and to have all you guys here to listen to this. So, but thank you for letting me share and thank you for just being here and showing up for yourselves and me.